Well, the Democratic Alliance, that is the DA, says it plans to bring a PAIA, and that is a Promotion of Access to Information Act. We'll talk about that in, you know, in, in a little while. Uh, so this PAIA application to force uh, the ANC's regional and provincial offices to also hand over their CADA records. Uh, following an order made by the Constitutional Court that the ANC must hand over records of its National Deployment Committee, and that happened about a week ago. The ANC handed over these records on Monday last week. On the line, we have the DAMP, uh, Dr. Leon Schreiber. Uh, Leon, thank you for joining us. Good evening to you. Good evening, Jeanette. Good evening to the viewers. Leon, let's look at uh, the results of the last few days, right? I mean, uh, last week. Are you satisfied with the records, uh, you know, of the National Deployment Committee that were handed to you and that was last Monday? No, we are not satisfied, unfortunately, because, as you will recall, we asked for records dating back to 2013, when the current president, Mr. Ramaphosa, actually became the chairman of this National Cater Deployment Committee. So um, we are currently drawing up court papers to go back to court on this issue and to hold the ANC in contempt for their failure to actually comply with that order. But as you've said now, um, one of the things that we really discovered in, in the papers that we did receive is that there isn't just one cadre deployment committee uh, inside the ANC. In fact, there are numerous provincial as well as even regional deployment committees uh, that act in the same way as the national one. In other words, they also interfere with appointment processes in municipalities and at provincial level. And we are now asking the court, uh, we are now asking the ANC in terms of this PIA request to also hand over those additional records. Hmm. Leon, the decision to also target regional and provincial offices, I mean, it it, it seems and it sounds like, uh, you know, a a, a major task. I mean, you've got what probably they'll run into the dozens, if not maybe 100 or 200 regional and provincial offices that you are going to have to make the submission to. Uh, This is probably looking at maybe a year or two of work ahead of you, Leon. Yes, well, I mean, we've already been um, working on this particular issue for years now. I I entered Parliament in 2019, and it really has been a central focus on my portfolio for us to deal with the causes of state collapse and of of, of failed service delivery. And I think the reason why this request, this new one, is so important is because it will demonstrate that cater deployment really at every level of government has been at the root of failed service delivery. So if you just think about the water problems that we are experiencing in municipalities, uh, in ANC municipalities around the country, uh, if you think about the infrastructure decline that we're seeing, transformers blowing up, you know, all these kind of issues that we're dealing with, then you really have to ask the question, how is it possible that we have fallen so far behind in terms of service delivery? And every time you go back to to the answer, which is the fact that the wrong people are appointed, whether it's national government, provincial government, or municipalities. That's why we think this fight is worth fighting. As you say, it's a big job, but uh, we, we've never been afraid of working hard. And so that's why we are pursuing this, so that we can also see at municipal level, for example, how service delivery has been corrupted by cater deployment.
Talk to us about the process, or at least the plan process, Leon, the promotion of access to Information Act to the PAIA. I mean, what is its status? Is it something of a, of a legal document that if it's served to a municipal office, they are going to have to comply? Or is this sort of like a way to encourage them? How, how would this work? So, so that act that you're talking about, it's, it's also known as PAIA. That act actually empowers members of the public, ordinary South Africans, not only members of parliament or someone else, but, but ordinary South Africans to get access to information when, uh, when that information has an impact on the public. And you must obviously keep in mind that the ANC is a private organization. So you can't just go around and ask for any information from a private organization. They, they do have a right to their own uh, private document. However, the, the court case we recently won has confirmed that when the actions of a private organization impact and interfere with the public, when it leads to load shedding, when it leads to the failure to deliver services, then you cannot hide that information. You actually then must make it public. So that's the avenue that we will be using uh, again. We, we, we previously used it for the National Cater Deployment Committee, and we are now using the same PIA Act that we succeeded with previously to also go after these provincial and regional documents. Hmm. Um, you know, when it comes to, of course, um, uh, requesting information of the past, of the last uh, you know, 20, 25 years, it, it may be possible that you, you can request information from uh, those municipalities and regions that are no longer within ANC control. And one would hope that you get fur, you know, further uh, cooperation from them. But do you expect that cooperation to come, let's say, from Iteguini or, or those places mm. which are you know, strong areas for cater deployment in the country or alleged cater deployment in the country. Do you expect some cooperation to come from them as well? Well, the thing is, we're not submitting this re- these requests to the municipalities. Mm-hmm. We're actually submitting it to the ANC. Because you must remember, these cater deployment committees, they exist not inside the municipality necessarily, but inside the ANC. And it's this committee that the ANC then uses to actually interfere with the appointment process of the municipality. And that's why we are going to the root cause of, the, of this crisis, which is the ANC itself. So, of course, the ANC, in, in, in the previous case, when we applied for the national uh, cater deployment records, of course, they tried to refuse. But that's exactly why we went to court and, and fought all the way up to the constitutional court, where we ultimately won the order that they must hand over this information. So, I mean, I don't expect the ANC to want the people of South Africa to see these secrets. That's the bottom line. They want to keep these things secret because they know it exposes how they illegally interfere with appointments and how that leads to, to service delivery collapse. Things like the water crisis in a place like Itikwini that you mentioned is a direct consequence of ANC cater deployment. So they do want to keep it secret, but fortunately the DA has demonstrated that we can use the Access to Information Act to force them to hand over this information. And I think that's why it's really important that we continue pressing forward. Thus far, um, you know, the national documents that you have received as of last week, I mean, granted, uh, there probably is much more investigation and reading to do, but are there some stark revelations that confirms allegations that have been been made all along with regards to cater deployment? 
Yes, absolutely. Some of the findings are quite shocking, and I'm happy to share some of those with your listeners. So, for, for example, one thing that we did not know before is that there is a cadre deployment WhatsApp group inside the ANC, a WhatsApp group where senior politicians can actually sit around and decide who are their preferred candidates for appointments into the administration. We also discovered a database, hundreds of names of loyal ANC cadres who are essentially then pre-selected and given the inside track for appointments into the state. It's, it's quite a remarkable case of discrimination if you think about it, because you could be applying for a position because you're an engineer and you want to work in the engineering department in Etiquemi, and then you, in, in the background, there's this database of people who are actually preferred over you because of their connections to the ANC. We also saw in these records that the interference goes across the, the, the state. Now remember, these are only the national committee's records, so they only deal with the national government. But you see interference there, even in matters of appointments of judges, which is a shocking, shocking violation. You see interference with chapter nine institutions like the Human Rights Commission. And of course, you then see interference with government departments and state-owned entities like ESCOM, which every single day that we sit with load shedding, ESCOM confirms to us the problem with cater deployment. Uh, Leon Schreiber, thank you for joining us on Radio Islam International this, uh, uh, you know, this uh, this evening right here with that discussion regarding cadre deployment, and uh, hopefully, you know, we'll 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 touch base with you, Leon, as these uh, regional, uh, you know, requests or, or demands for information comes through. And uh, good g- good to know that you you're still on the case, Leon. Thank you for your time. Thank you. It's always a pleasure, and I'm sure we'll speak again. Yeah, cadre deployment not going away anytime soon. Uh.